Hello and welcome to the Rogues Cast. It's episode four. I know we've been around for four weeks already. You, you wouldn't have thought it, but here we go. I'm back again with Keen. He's finally back. Hello. And Felix, the rock, the ever-present. How are you doing, Hello. Felix? Good? All right. Yeah. Okay, good day. Starting off, we'll be discussing the groups. Uh, maybe our, our thoughts before. Did they live up to our expectations? Group A for me didn't Wales surprise me. And we'll start off with the Wales game. Italy-Wales, 1-0. I would like to give my my two pence on this first. I thought Marco Verratti, back from injury, he just adds an extra element to this Italy side. He was phenomenal. His passing, he got the assist for the goal. He was just, he was incredible. He ran that game. Uh, it, it, the game was slightly ruined in the second half by the Ethan Ampadu red card. What do you guys make of that one? It's quite harsh. I agree. I thought what it, was, is it? <laughs> it was studs up on his ankle, but it just felt a little bit like, Come on, Raf. It, it wasn't the youngest, second youngest player ever to get sent off at the Euros. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll be out for their call off. Yeah, then their next the round of sixteen. Kian, um, I just think modern football, isn't it? It's just like there's no lenience. Do you know what I mean you don't get any yeah. Graham Sunis or Roy Keynes anymore unless yeah. you want to get a red card? Ron Chopper Harris. I felt like Italy put a good shift in considering there was no pressure on them. They still controlled the game well. Wales did, do you know what I mean? They did pressure them a bit. Yeah. Impressed, they impressed me. Yeah, cool. Okay. And then the other game... Luckily, that, Joe oh, Roden. Luckily, Joe Roden put in enough of a shift to cover for Ampadu getting sent off. Yeah, keep that goal difference he, down. It was very solid. He was very good. Uh, I don't like to give my props to scum players, but sometimes you got to respect Joe Roden and he played well. Anyway, Switzerland versus Turkey. Great game of football. Um, Felix, you put Shakiri on your fancy team. You can talk about this one. How, how did you make of the game? Captained him as well. It was just great goals after great goal, wasn't it? It really was. I mean, I mean, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a beautiful Swiss performance. Uh, Shakiri had a great game, two goals. Um, I thought the goal of the game actually came uh, from the Turkish player. I don't want to get who was it. It was Kan Kaveki, or however you pronounce his name. I don't. I, that's probably incorrect. There's no Turkish people listening anyway. And if Tom Garrett's listening, get out of here. What's anyway. Bruh, Kian, man, that's not. Anyway, Switzerland, good result for them. Group A was kind of it was kind of wrapped up already. Switzerland got the win that they needed. So Wales, Wales will push down into third. Three My, assists for Zuba. Yeah. Zuba. Assists in the tournament. Yeah, but he's not in that group. Zuba, he plays for Switzerland. Zuba, sorry, I thought. Well, I went to the other. I thought you oh, meant. Well. Zu- I, I thought you meant Zuba, the Russian guy. Oh. I was so confused. Anyway, whatever. That's my bad. Okay, so anyway, that group. My my pre-tournament expectations. I had Italy winning, but I think everyone had Turkey doing well. And in the end, they finished with zero points. It was a bit pathetic from the Turkish players. W- what went wrong? No chemistry. Doesn't or what, and just a lack of experience. Yeah. Um. And then obviously, uh, I guess the pressure of being built up that much by not just your own media and your own fans, but basically everyone in Europe. Yeah. yeah I think I think they were set up to fail because expectations had them at like I don't know quarters or even semis. Yeah. So, well, which they were never going to get to. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a poor shot. I think I I think it's like the fifth. 
fifth worst performance by a team at the Euros ever. Um, yeah. So it, it's not like, oh, they did fine, but it's exaggerated because of the expectation. They, they were poor, but yeah, I Where think you have they the were overestimated by everyone. Where did, yeah, I probably produced them second in the group and they obviously finished I bottom. I put them second. I think everyone underestimated Wales. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the thing didn't, it's not didn't I, I remember um, someone saying zero points for Wales, but I can't remember who it was. I'm not sure. I, I heard someone said they'd get smacked every game, but yeah, honestly, I'm imp- just imagining things. Nah, I, that was that was obviously me. The I'm thing, impressed. The, the thing which I find most weird is like, apart from the Turkey game, I guess it wasn't even a Gareth Bale show. No, I thought well, I, I'd even suggest it was more the Dan James show. Dan James has been impressive. He doesn't have that final final pass, that final ball, whatever. But he's been he's been good. Wales, we'll get on to who they're facing a bit later. But yeah, Wales have been good. That group was a surprise, and we'll move on to Group B. These games were a little bit more, a little bit more spicy. There was a little bit, there was a little bit on the line, and um, we'll start off Belgium Finland. I mean. As a Romelu Lukaku owner in fantasy, this game was a bit of a ride. So, starting off, Belgium took the lead late, not late on, but second half. Lukaku put them up, goal got disallowed. Then there was Radetzky own goal. Lukaku finished it with that. It was a nice finish to give them the win 2 0. Uh, it was a good game of football. I thought Finland, Finland were, Finland were a bit unlucky this tournament. Obviously, I felt a little bit bad for them, but at the end of the day, they didn't get their results. Belgium beat them. What did you guys make of this game? Um, I'm going to be honest. I watched it, but I can't remember it a lot. I mean, I know Lukaku had that goal disallowed for a side, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which very tight. was ve- very close. But um, yeah, it, it took him a while to break them down. Yeah. And it was and it was one of those just really unlucky own goals. I think like, quite similar to the one Chesney had the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where you just can't really do a lot about it. Yeah. That makes sense. Kian, did you catch that one or not? Uh, well, I didn't catch it, but... That's fine. It's, it's a similar thing of, like, similar to Italy. They didn't even need to win the game, but they still went out to win. It's kind of sending a message to the rest of the, the tournament, I think, yeah. that they're not here for a last. Yeah. They're here to win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Belgium looked good all group stage. The other game in that group uh, was Denmark versus Russia. Um, Denmark... Honestly, I wasn't sure they'd get the result. I said last week with just Felix. I thought Russia were going to pull off the win, beat Denmark. But credit to Denmark, they came out and they blitzed the Russians. I mean, it was quite a calamitous game of football. Obviously, um, Christensen's goal was great. Damsgaard's goal was great. Um, But the goal that really changed the game was for me with the second Danish goal. And what a horror show it was uh, from the Russians. The pass back to the keeper. Easily intercepted and tucked away. It, it was it was just it was disappointing to see for the Russians. They'll be they'll be disappointed, I reckon, with how the tournament went in the end. Um, but yeah, what did you guys make of this one? Did you catch this? Know. The the Christensen got it's a great strike, like as a goal in itself, and obviously what it meant because it basically sealed their um, them going into the last sixteen. I'm just I, I've seen people say it's been saved. I don't I don't know. Out on that strike of... was outrageous. But yeah, it's nice to it's nice to see them getting through. I I, I reckon they're probably most neutrals favourite. Yeah, but I'm, so Russia will unfortunately, I believe, in, uh, Finland. Sorry, 
uh, were one of those unfortunate third place sides that didn't make it through. It was, uh, it'll be disappointing. Slovakia yeah. was the other one. Yes, Slovakia was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Slovakia. So, I mean, they they, they they really didn't deserve that. But um, yeah, so that group ended: Belgium, Denmark, Finland, Russia. Quite similar to how I'm pretty sure most would have predicted it. Maybe Russia and Finland being the other way around. But credit to Denmark because with with what with what what happened with Christian Eriksen, they pushed on, they got the result, and they've done their country proud. And I'm sure everyone was low key a little bit satisfied to see them go through their group. Yes. What I will say about Luke. What I will say is um, across Group B and C, I had all the right winners down. So this is a little message to Nick because I know he's watching. Thanks for screwing me over 111 pounds, buddy. Get all of them. And get well soon. Uh, I had Belgium to win, Denmark to win, Netherlands to win, and Ukraine to win. Okay, well. They got me a 111 pound return. Moving on. Ukraine. Moving on. Yeah, Ukraine didn't win. Yes, it did. No, he didn't. Austria or draw, won, maybe. I, I know that Austria won. Was, so I, you must I have had Austria right. winning. <laughs> so anyway, just <laughs> and, and you know what I mean. I had them down to win, and yeah, I well, checked, and it was right. Moving on, to, moving on to those games in that group, and contrary to Kian's belief, Austria Ukraine was won by the Austrians, as I yeah. predicted correctly. Felix, what went wrong with your Ukrainian that boys? Game, I don't, I don't understand why they take their best player off at half time. What Manolovsky? Uh, yeah, I don't understand it at all. Because um, yeah. towards the end of the first half, they had started to threaten a bit more. And I don't know why he'd take it. Because he, he has been their best player. I know, I know you can make a case for Yaremchuk and Yarmolenko because they've got the goals. But Malinovsky has been... He's been the... He's been, he's, he's been keeping them ticking over this whole tournament. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not a manager. I'm sure Shevchenko had his reasons, but from an outsider's perspective, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, uh, I predicted Austria would get through that, and they did. Um, Bam Gartel. Wait, wait, who 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 did you predict to win that match? Austria. It's just, oh, I hadn't mentioned it. It's just. Uh, well, I've got. Um, I like Austria. I like what they do. Next game, Netherlands, North Macedonia. It was a bit of a disaster show uh, from the uh, North Macedonians to end their tournament. They probably won't reach a tournament for quite a while. What did you guys... They went ahead. Yeah, it's disallowed. Was it that goal? I feel like that was really close. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, outclassed in the end. I I know they've got maximum points out of their group, but I still I don't necessarily rate Netherlands' chances that highly because I think, I think their special. defense really hasn't been tested, and, yeah. and when it has against against Ukraine, I mean they conceded two in what like five minutes. So I I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them a proper chance until. Us, until we see what they're made of against proper quality opposition, nine Although points that is a bit of a not be image. for a bit because they're on the easy side of the draw, as I'm sure we'll touch on. Yes, I am sure we'll touch on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> quickly on to Group D. 
after because I'm pretty sure that group went how most would have predicted um, England Czech Republic. What can I say about it apart from underwhelming? Underwhelming, yeah. But quite. I have to say, I was impressed. Almost a beautiful assist from Harry Maguire. Yes. I was impressed by a couple of players. Maguire was great coming back into the side. I'm not going to get... I also thought... I'm not going to... I wouldn't say... Because I've just come to expect that type of thing from him. He improves England and United so much. He's... What? He's a solid defender. He's a solid defender. Yeah, but... I think he gets hated on a bit. Very much because of his appearance and like... Do you know what I mean? I think this whole slab head thing probably brought him down a bit. Who knows like, why the man exudes sex appeal? Yeah. But yeah, easily, easily in first centre back. None of this. Oh, I remember when Joe Gomez was still in that conversation. Those are funny times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack Grealish. We, we know you're itching to do it. Do you want to go ahead and. Let's leave, save him for last. Save it for last. Talk we'll about, about Jackie Boy Grealish. First. Jackie Grealish was incredible. Uh, I, some would argue unlucky to not be man of the match. Uh, mm. For for me, I thought that the man who got it was better. Yeah. But yeah, and that man Man's was too hot. my my beautiful man. Such a lovely little guy, Bakaya Saka. I mean, honestly, I'm loving watching. Th- hey, Kian. So honestly, I'm I'm loving I'm loving Bakaya Saka. I obviously obviously love him anyway because I mean come on Arsenal, but he seems to be a good. Everyone seems to like him in the squad, which well, I don't know why you're laughing at that. It's a good thing. I think that yeah, you got insider knowledge. Well, no, it's just obvious that they like him. Yeah, it's true. I think I think the squad have good. Harmony at the minute. I think we all do like each other. It's not like 2002. I think that's the only thing Southgate's got going for him. That's the only thing Southgate's got going for There's a good yeah. atmosphere within the squad. Saving him a bit. Obviously, he has helped that to come about, but if I speak, if I speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you speak, you're in big, big, big trouble, boy. Uh, okay, other game in that group. I'm just sorting something. Scotland versus Croatia. Key, and you start. You're Scottish. Uh, saying I'm Scottish, that was the most satisfying game I've ever. I didn't even watch it, but the, the scores coming through on the England game was just a relief. As I come, I come from a heavily Scottish town, and supporting England, you get abused a bit. If you know, like after the England Scotland game, I had to go into hiding for a couple of days. Maybe, maybe part of the reason why I wasn't on the podcast, but watching them go 1-1, I was getting messages at 1-1. Oh, we're not going home yet, blah, 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 blah. Messages stopped at 2-1, made my night. Luke the and Roderick Scotland's, masterclass. Brilliant. Scotland's goal, good goal from Callum McGregor. Good strike. A bit yeah. sweeter that he gave the nation a bit of hope for them to crumble straight back down again. Yeah. <laughs> that like, guy who <laughs> tried to kick the bench and miss. <laughs> that was the best video I've so ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give it to Scotland. The fans, they don't care that they've lost because they think they're great, but they did expect to lose. A historic result. But a historic Wembley result, to be fair. They're, gr- they're Group D's North Macedonians. So, what can you say? 
They 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 come home with a trophy. The we drew nil nil to um, England trophy. Respect yeah. Macedonia. They scored more goals. I think they beat Scotland. Can't lie. That's my opinion. <laughs> we won't go into that though. Oh. <laughs> Will? Sorry, Are I've just I've just been saving the podcast because we had a timer ticking down on this call getting boosted, so I have to up- upgrade to uh, Zoom Pro. But we're safe now. I can get back to <laughs> doing a little bit of talking. Sorry if I was in a little bit All of that a, TikTok money. A little bit of a panicked state just then, but. Fuck you, Scotland, you wee bastard. You're going home. You're going. Scotland's going home. Oh, the jaw. Magnifico. Scotland finished bottom of the group, as I said they would. I just, their fans can shut up. Uh, Did I send you the video of the pub I was in when Scotland conceded? No. The cheerio, cheerio, cheerio video. (laughs) Amazing. Best feeling, and I put it all over Facebook, and all the Scottish people were biting. Shout out to you, probably not watching. Well, didn't I, I feel like Modric was his? Did he score? Did he score Travella? Oh. I don't actually remember Modric just a little like swiftly just edging it around the corner. It was quite a magnificent sight, sending those Scots into into floods of tears. Yeah. The big question is, do we forgive Ivan Perisic yet? No, never. I hate Croatia and I always will hate Croatia. But the hatred but of Scotland. It's up there. I have to live with the hatred of Scotland as a football team every day. Now Croatia I ain't saying it's gone. Now I ain't saying I'm a xenophobe. But Scotland. Stop. Nah, seriously though. Cancel will. Cancel will. The banter between us and Scotland is unparalleled because there is no banter. They're just a bunch of angry, pissed off people and we have a much better football team. Anyway, moving on. Group E. People. Okay. Uh, I was 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 being polite. Sweden versus Poland. Cracking game. That was today, in fact. We're already on to today. I mean, Robert Lewandowski. What can he do? He, what more can he do? People are saying that he, apart I know, from, well, apart, apart from, from head, uh, literally, apart from literally head the ball into an open goal. But apart from that, Robert Lewandowski had a great game. His first goal was magnificent. His second goal was nice. But I mean, Emil Forsberg and then Kleisson at the end of the game. Well done, Sweden. They won that I group. Didn't, I didn't even realize because I wasn't watching at the time. That first goal from Lewandowski was incredible. That was a great little finish. That was S- similar to. Harry Kane against Arsenal a few years ago, just a bit closer in. It was a great finish, called it. Did you see that goal? What, Lewandowski's? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, the first one. Yeah, I mentioned it. It was a beautiful strike. Very, very Kane-esque, but thank you for bringing that one up. Let's not start on Kane, please. Um, My mum has both of those two teams in her work sweepstakes. She's happier with Sweden's performance than Poland, obviously. Spain, Slovakia... Well, Spain had clinicality issues before what today. What is going on? Spain had clinic- clinicality issues. Slovakia sorted them for them by sticking a couple in their own net. Um, so the game, the ball got rolling oh, with whatever Dubravka decided. I mean, I don't know. The ball came down. I don't know if he saw his bet slip with Spain winning 5 mil on it, but he just decided to bash it into his own a bit, net. Bit too, bit, too much, bit too much volleyball. Yeah, a bit too much volleyball. 
I mean, Morata. Oh, Morata's still yeah. to miss a pen. He's on for those saying, ten missed chances. As much, that you as, said. I, as much as I was exaggerating, he's he's well on track. He's got at least five or six so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's been poor. They'll say. Uh, Key in Spain, still pretty convincing. I wrote Laporte on the score sheet. Certain City fan would be happy about that. But yes, yeah. yeah, still, it's just emphatic, really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they they lacked that cutting edge for the first game, maybe the first two games. But if they keep, but they have a lot. Of... Sorry, okay. they had a lot of chances. Didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, Spain, Spain was still good, but. Slovakia helped them out. They controlled the game, but they just needed a game. That's a statement, that, to me. We've shown they can score. Yes, coming back in. Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely uh, a factor. How does does a player like Morata get scouted to be a professional footballer? He he did the same at Chelsea a few years ago. What was it like in 2018? He was the same for Chelsea. I feel like he was always in Madrid, like when he had his chances, though. Well, sometimes he yeah. has good. Sometimes... I mean, what was it? His um, his breakout um ca- campaign went, which was I think the first time around at Juventus when they got to the Champions League final. I think that got him on the radar, and then Some... it's just sometimes he does perform though. He goes through like patches of being he, unbelievably he, he awful. Has, but he's a bit notorious for his disallowed goals and sears and stuff. Yeah, just the Spanish Timo Werner, really. Talking about Timo Werner, we'll move on to the last group, Group F. We'll start with the Hungary-Germany game, because, I mean, this group, the games tonight were absolutely incredible, but, I mean, you got to feel for Hungary. Twice they took the lead, twice they got paid back by pretty scruffy Germany goals. Uh, Felix feel for England. Could have easily been playing Hungary around a 16. I mean, I would have been France would have needed that quite, win. Quite the same. But, uh, yeah. I mean, hung- I mean, obviously, I, d- I don't understand how. Because <laughs> I think, because uh, we were watching both games at once and then Germany equalised and I turn around and say, surely they win this now. They got the momentum. Turn back round, hungry and on goal, putting it, in the, yeah. putting it in the back of the net straight from kick. That was crazy. I, was, I don't know. I think because it wasn't really just a smash and grab thing either. They had a decent number of chances. Yeah. I think they'll still be proud of their performances at the Euros, considering no one expected them to get anything out of that group. They drew against the two previous World Cup winners. I mean, wow. Um, Shame. The previous Euros winner. No, they lost to Portugal. Oh, I thought you meant Drew's yeah. and Drew into the group, sorry. No, 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 they got draws okay, against. Enough, yeah. And then, of course, the other two all in the group, Portugal versus France. Luckily for us, they're on, both on the other side of the draw now. Penalties, penalties, after, penalties. After the refereeing performance that, that he put in in the Champions League final, it's like the other end of the scale today. I think the same every ref. single penalty decision, bar the handball, was wrong. With the same ref? Yeah. I didn't realise that. I uh, uh, he looked it? familiar. The um, the the one off Lloris. I don't think that's a pen. I think because it, he I, he gets the ball. But yeah, but and, it, it, he's gone straight up a fist in like a crowd. Uh, I know the, this whole. The, I think there's this whole like endangering the player. Play, but yeah, because I feel like it I, did I hit know. Pereira's head. I feel like Pereira uh, did get his head to. I feel like with well. those. I can't remember what decision it was previously, but I feel like. 
there has been another decision this year where it's like it's the first time you see a pen given for oh it was it was the pen in the Croatia Czech Republic game. It's one of those in the box incidents where there's like hands flying around, yeah. which you see quite often, but you don't really see given as well, I think we have to remember themselves. that European games are ref slightly differently to English games because we always complain about our referees. Um, that I don't, that that penalty, I'm fine with that being given. He's, I think, he has endangered Pereira. Um, but I think the penalty, the what the worst of the decisions which were actually given was the uh, France penalty. Uh, there's, I don't see how that can ever be given. Semedo's not fouled him. He's Mbappe just run into him and fallen over. If we're giving those as penalties, then I mean, I could go into the Premier League and win five penalties a game while you're sprinting into a centre back. It makes no logical sense. I don't know why you're laughing. I've got some clinicality on my twinkle toes. Sorry. Anyway, oh, anyway, I mean, I, what do you guys make of the second penalty? The it's it's not a pen, but I'm not surprised he's given it because he's. This uh, he's got a big reputation as being a drama queen, and like you can see, he is. I think I think he grew up with Mike Dean posted on his walls because he's so dramatic about everything. I think I think he loves taking his time over decisions sometimes because he just he, he gets he gets a little excited when all the players start following him around. Oh, the attention. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the third penalty. I mean, first, first of all, we talk about France's second goal. Paul Labille Pogba. I mean, what what a ball! I, I made it. Track to be, I think he could easily get played of the tournament at this. Right? Made I made a mini joke to Felix about how you can play a good pass when he's when a when a striker's offside, only for <laughs> only for Benzema to then get called onside. I, I was joking anyway because it was still an incredible ball. But I mean, he and Pogba this tournament. Wow. He's impressed me. Uh, I, I must be hard to admit. No, I'm like I don't have agendas. Doing like, the Mbappe. Fit the scene. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Pogba. To be honest with you, Pogba for France is a different player to Pogba for United. I think we all knew that coming into the tournament. He was one of the ones that were expected to perform, but I just couldn't see it leading in. But he's impressed me. I, I won't lie. Uh-huh. Well, another player. That... Easily the two Sorry. best players on the pitch today were Pogba and Renato. Oh, Renato Sanchez. I mean, we've been we've been creaming over Renato Sanchez on this podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. He's been so... no. I know that you wanted him in the side. He de- he had to get in yeah. there, and when he was in there, he was phenomenal. But I want to talk about Antoine Griezmann because I heard that he started something like 51 games in a row for France without injury. Which is apparently the, like the longest ever streak of someone playing consecutive games for their national team. Uh, that's just crazy. Uh, I mean, he seemed he seemed ever present, but I didn't expect it to be that much. So I mean, credit to Griezmann for his. I mean, he's not been good this tournament, but he's he's his his ever presence in that French side. Then Portugal got another penalty. I think it's a handball. I I don't really think there was an issue with that if one. That, I mean, if if you've got an issue with that, it's going to be more an issue with the handball law. Yeah, because sure by by the, that because that is far from being one of the more dubious handball decisions you've seen under the current laws. Yep, and I mean, if you just think back sorry. to the beginning of the of the domestic season when they were getting thrown teams around, were getting like a penalty each every single week because they didn't have their arms literally glued to their sides. So yeah, yeah, it, it's it's really I don't see a I don't have a problem with that being given. 
Yeah, and um, with that um, second penalty, Cristiano Ronaldo de Santos Severo, the greatest player of all time, in my opinion, became the joint leading international goal scorer. No doubt in my mind that record falls at some point, maybe even in the uh, game against Belgium. But, I mean, to be honest with you, I just think, it, it, yes, it's penalties, but the rest of his goals aren't penalties. And to the credit, the incredible, incredible goal scoring return he's given his nation. Portugal haven't always been the strongest. I know they've had they've had generations where they've been all right. Like, but I mean, what a player! This is the best Portugal team for a while. And he's still their talisman. He's still their star at thirty six years of age. So I, I mean, Ronaldo's had to he's had to bridge the gap nearly by himself between Portugal's two golden generations. Yeah, for sure. Because I think he really he really broke out just as the first one was coming to an end with your like Figos and Rui Costa, I guess. Deco, and now he's in the twilight of his career I guess you'd say just as yeah. all these new youngsters are but I think we've seen I think we've seen a Ronaldo change from someone that likes to take people on and dribble past them to adapt his game to be more of a target man yeah because he's still got an element of that skill to him he can do it when he needs to but he doesn't rely on it now he knows his age he knows he's he is digressing he's 36 years old but it's very slow He's using he's using his football brain now to say that he's going to become a target man and pick up his goals, and that I find that just as impressive as someone coming up and do you know what I mean, like bringing new things in. I find yeah. it really. Impressive. I saw something on Twitter the other day. Apparently, he got like a serious, like I think it's uncurable knee condition, which well, he has, has right now. Like um, he's had it for a good number of years since like. I think 2014. Oh, right. And they got operated on. But, like, I think that's also got a lot to do with why he's had to change his role. Because mm. it, he, it's not just an age thing. He, like, can't be as dynamic as he used to be. Yeah, but I think he still does but, a good I job mean, of he's, it. <laughs> he's not gone downhill. I mean, yeah, yes, he has downhill, but you know what I mean? He's still. Yeah. He's at still the top firing of, at, at the top of the game. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just imagine scorer. the Ronaldo that we would have seen if that didn't happen, though, because. Him at United, his dribbling, his movement, everything was ridiculous. Yeah. So imagine he you brought watched that. watched the documentary on BBC yeah. iPlayer. I've not yet, I but I'm, I'm going to. I just haven't haven't got around to it yet. I've watched it last week. Yeah, I mean, that's a good little Cristiano Ronaldo chat. Uh, the game ended with uh, Bruno Fernandes. I'd argue conceding a penalty against France. I know it wasn't given. That, that, was, that was the, for me, the Most... clearest penalty. Yeah, of all the incidents, and he's not given it. It's yeah. just, it's, it's so weird. It's comical. Yeah, I it, think, it, I think, I think Laos, he just thought in his head, right? I reckon the only way I can get even more attention is if I say no to a blatant penalty, which he knew wouldn't change the result of you the can group. Tell he's going to go home, wake up, see the headlines, and just pleasure himself for the next week. Yeah, what is going on with this podcast? That's outrageous, Felix. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, uh, Anyway, now we'll move. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What is that? Nah, don't don't even do it. Don't even do it. That's outrageous, Felix. You're 19, mate. Sorry if my parents are listening. I don't know what Felix is thinking about. Uh, Jesus. He's going to have a he's going to have a good laugh to himself about how much attention he's getting. What my dad? What you're talking about? No, yeah, I, know, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Anyway, we'll move on, and we'll we'll do weird, <laughs> bit weird, mate. And we'll do we'll do we'll do our predictions for the um for the for the knockout games, and I believe the first game is Wales Denmark, or is it 
Um, yes, it I, is. First game in Wales, Denmark. I think yeah. Wales are going to win this. I'm not going to lie to you. I know Denmark were good against uh, Russia, but I think it, I think Wales have got a bit. Of, they they're a tournament side. You saw them do it the last year. I think they're going to do it again in the Johan Cruyff Arena, and I'm going to say two one to Wales. Gareth Bale brace, including a beautiful free kick. What do you guys make of this fixture? I think this will go extra time. Really? I think um I think it'll will end normal time one all, and I think Denmark might just run out of steam given the physical and mental toll the past couple of weeks might have taken on them and probably Wales will score probably go on that go on then Dan James Brace mm. see it, Dan James Brace to take them through to the quarters surely you've got Dan James in your fancy team then no <laughs> we're never going near that Key and Wales Denmark similar do you think Wales can make it through I've went the other way I've went nil nil but then 1-0 after extra time to Denmark. Okay, interesting, interesting. The next game, Saturday. I mean, we already know know what your prediction for this is. Italy versus Austria. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Austria winning this game. It's going to be the greatest, greatest Austrian thing since... You're joking. Since whatever. But no, I've been saying the whole tournament, Austria going to win this. I think... Tournament? No, this game, Austria, oh. Wembley Stadium. It's gonna, I'm gonna a bit, a bit of juju in there, and um, Austria <laughs> are gonna, Austria gonna win that fixture two one. Couple of goals from David Alaba. Nah, I don't know who's gonna score, but yeah, Austria. I think are gonna be Italy, shocking the whole world. I think this is just a. I'm gonna say a two nil Italy win. Routine, Kian. Maybe. Who's that penalty taker? For, uh, Is it Insigne? I don't score a mobile. Then, oh, they'll score a pen, and then I think um, Barella will score as well. Giro immobile, Giro immobile. Kian, similar. I'm going to go bold. Oh, I'm going for an emphatic. I'm going to go three nil. An emphatic three nil went to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With an immobile brace. And the Locatelli 30-yard screamer on the volley. I'm going for it. If this comes off, this will be all over TikTok. I'll tell you In what. The 38th minute. <laughs> oh, no, you've just made it hard. The prediction, of course. Um, <laughs> Netherlands versus Czech Republic is next. Um, <laughs> you are 19, mate. Sorry. Uh, anyway, it, uh, talking about Locatelli real quick before we move on. Apparently, he's going to Juventus. <laughs> Boring. Uh, anyway, Netherlands versus Czech Republic in the Pushkas. <laughs> yeah, that's it. In the Pushkas Arena. Um, I can only see this going one way, and it's going to be, you heard it here first, 2 0 to the Czech Republic. Patrick Schick, the, the Czech Warriors, are going to come out. Denmark, aren't, uh, Denmark, Netherlands aren't going to know what hit them, and I'm predicting yet another upset. Um, don't worry. I'll be coming back to the favourite soon, but I think the Czech Republic are going to pull off a 2-0 win in the Puskas Arena against the Netherlands. Kian, I doubt this you agree. This isn't Scotland, mate. This isn't Scotland. Come on. I mean, what happened yeah, when the Netherlands, Netherlands played Scotland? <laughs> if I speak. Kian, prediction? Um, I've gone with 3-1 to the Netherlands. I think Patrick Schick will score. 
I don't know who's going to score for the Netherlands, but I just think 3-1. I just think the Netherlands always love to concede a goal, but they love to score. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I'm going off of. I think, yeah, I'm going to say 3-1 as well. I think we'll see Wegpost, Wijnaldum and Frankie on the score sheet. Okay. And um, who's going to score for the Czech Republic? Let's say Suchek. Tomas. Ooh. Okay. And I think we got yeah. our first proper fixture in La, Cu- La Cartuja Stadium in Seville. Belgium versus Portugal. I'll go last this time. Felix, who have you got winning the Clash of the Titans here? I Portugal win this. Interesting. I think, um, Portugal are going to start to get into their groove a bit more as we get into the knockout. And I just... This Belgium defence just looks... It looks shaky. It does. Because, um, I mean, whoever you want to start, Denier, don't rate, don't really rate him. Boyata doesn't have a lot of experience in, internationally. And Alderweireld and Vertonghen are, at, what, five years past their peak? And Ramallah is about still 15 years past his peak. I don't think they'll be able to keep out this Portuguese attack. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go. I, I'm going to say two all end of normal time and then Ronaldo's record-breaking 110th goal in the 111th minute to take Portugal through. Okay, okay and Portugal-Belgium, do you think Portugal have it as well? I do. I think Portugal are going to win 1-0 with a Cristiano Ronaldo goal. Okay. <laughs> I think Diego Jota will get the assist. I think, like you said, I, I, Belgium are strong enough to maintain the game. So, like, oh, not fall. Do you know what I mean not fall behind? But yeah. I just, yeah. I think Ronaldo's record-breaking goal is going to come. He's got that mentality where no one's going to stop and break that record. Yeah. What I, what I will say it. to that is. I, I don't see a less likely scenario than Diogo Jota actually passing the ball to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. A bit of a greedy no, shot. He's not been keen on it so far, has he? No, it's a skewed shot. Ronaldo bicycle kick. He's going to skew a shot. He's going to go, and Ronaldo's going to bicycle kick it against Real Madrid Juventus style. I agree with you. I agree with you guys uh, in, in an essence. I think Portugal are going to win as well. I think Ronaldo will probably break the record. I think it will most likely be a penalty, to be honest with you. Um, but I think that it, it really Portugal's winning this game relies on whether Renato Sanchez starts or not. Um, I think I think that Diogo Dalo or Dalot should start. I think he might, because I think Semedo picked up a bit of an injury, right? Uh, he was actually Did quite good tonight. Right Semedo- in the squad. No, 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 they don't. I, I've looked. Um, anyway, Semedo was honestly better tonight. I don't think it was a penalty, but I think they should give Delot a go. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, Portugal are going to win this 2-0 in regulation time or a Ronaldo penalty. And then, honestly, I think Bruno Fernandes is going to get his campaign up and running in this game. Uh, okay. Think, um, Nune Menj might get some You think Ronaldo is getting subbed off? don't get the epic banter, but... Okay. Now, Nune- just, uh, he only scores pens, doesn't he? Oh, right. No. Yeah. Anyway, Nun Mensch will not play. He's, I think he's injured. Uh, anyway, move on to Monday. Croatia versus Spain. Quite an interesting fixture, this. At the Parken Stadium in Copenhagen. Didn't Croatia beat Spain at the, in Euro 2016? 
that not the then again, the hail was start. I, I don't know in the World Cup. The that near post. Nah, no, that was Russia. That was Russia. They're not the man in the World Cup. Could then Croatia knocked out Russia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think they beat them in the Nations weird, League as well. It, didn't it's they? weird that the Hayes lost his place I mean, in the Spain team. Yeah, because I think that he's just come off his best season for United, and honestly, since you know that seventeen eighteen season. We, I think the whole yeah, Spain team, as a, the Spain team as a whole, was a bit weird this year. Really, yeah. Leaving yeah. out players like De Gea and Ramos, I don't know if De Gea is in like the squad. In the squad. I don't, I, I yeah, don't know why he's not but, playing. Do you know, I think decisions like that maybe it will pay off, but I just don't understand it personally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also think the, their key present looks convincing. No, no. he's I not had a minute, lot to do. Spain are doing everything Croatia does but better I just I can't see Croatia being too much of a threat to them to be honest I think they're too aged Spain has so, so much talent so what's your score prediction you can go first Keen. Uh I feel like both teams like to maintain play and not really blitz teams so I think it's going to be a 1-0 win to Spain after extra time yep I think it will just be who can control the game but it could go either way I think it could easily be a 1-0 to Croatia but for me, I yeah. went more north Spain. Yeah, Felix, I, was, I think Spain will win, but I will. I will also say that this is probably the highest chance of an upset. I guess. It's a tight I, game. I think this. I mean, okay, uh, I, I'd, I'd call it an upset, but I mean, I, I don't necessarily think Spain are that much better than Croatia, but just because of the names on the on the t- like the. It, like it's Spain. Like I know Croatia got to the semi-finals, but they have regressed as a team since then. Um, I will, you know what? Two 0 to Spain. Morata brace proving the haters wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I'm well, missing I mean, four more chances on the way. Okay. Oh, I don't. I don't see it as an upset, but I think Croatia are going to win this. I think they've been growing into the tournament. I think obviously that they, they had their easiest group game last playing against Scotland, and they. Kind of obliterated them three. I obviously three one's not the biggest scoreline, but they outclassed Scotland. Um, I think that uh, Croatia are going to win this one 0 I think that it's going to be a very tight affair. I think that Spain are going to have some chances. But I think at the end of the day, an anti Rebic goal maybe has he been playing? Even regardless, he'll score off the bench. Whatever, I don't. It doesn't matter. I think Croatia are going to win this one 0 I don't think I don't see it as an upset. I don't think Spain are that good. I I do agree that I think, like I said, I think they could win it one 0 I, I don't think that's really. I don't. I wouldn't see it as an upset. I think it could go either way, in my opinion. Okay. I do think? Yeah, so. but what? But I what think I'm saying is, um, I think because if you look at if you paper. look at all the fixtures, I think Bel- Belgium, Portugal, England, Germany are two where like those are like actual close games between two big teams. But I think this is the. Um, this is the fixture where the underdog, so to speak, is most likely to win. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, I think Croatia are the underdogs in this game. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Next game, I think it's maybe speaking of the closest underdog chance, I think the next game, the underdog stands no chance. France versus Switzerland. I'm going to go first. I think that this is going to be similar to the Iceland game. At the um, at the um, what was it? Was it the last Euros for France? I think Euros. Yeah, I think that they're going. This can be the game where they put some goals past the Swiss, and I'm going to say four nil to France. I think Mbappe is going to get off and running in this competition. I know he had his offside goal, but I I think four nil France. I think that they're going to run Switzerland off the park. They're close neighbours. I'm going to say three nil. 
maybe I, I think Griezmann will score and then a couple from Bafé. Without this celebration, the cheeky. No. Has he not moved on? I I doubt it. He'll probably still do take the L. Probably whip out a TikTok dance or something. <laughs> um, I'm going with a 2 0. I don't think we'll see anything special. I think they'll dominate the game. But I don't think it's going to be anything like more than what we expect. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From France, I think they should be winning the game. I think they will win the game. But mm. they've not impressed me in the group stages. And I, I feel like they will grow into the tournament. I feel like this is the start of them starting to find their feet a bit more. Okay. Tuesday, the 29th of June, Big 5 day. p.m. England versus Germany. World War Three, And I'm telling you right now, there is no way we lose to those scumbags. I don't care. You will be witnessing Timo Werner, Kai Havertz. They're coming back for, to London. They're getting nothing. And then they can go Crying. They can go straight home. They don't even need to go back to wherever that German's next game is because there won't be a next game. They're going straight home. 3-1 England. But, but if Jaden Sancho does not start at right wing, I have to see Bakayo Saka keeping his spot because I don't think Foden has done enough in this competition to come back after the way Saka played against the Czech Republic. I don't think it's fair. If Saka gets dropped for Phil Foden, I think it's a disgrace. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I can't. I, I, I will be dis- disgusted by Gareth Southgate. Absolutely well, disgusted. I think it's it, ridiculous we've got through the groups Gareth and neither Southgate. Rashford nor Sancho have started. Yeah, I agree with that. A single game. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to say and, that Saka deserves to start Sterling, over these players. Sterling has started consistently. But yeah, but he goals. scored the goal. I, okay, so real quick, this is my lineup, and I, I, I know there might be some qualms with it, but uh, let's get into this because this is going to. This is definitely going to be a TikTok. Okay, so in goal, Jordan Pickford has to start, obviously. Right back, Jordan I think. Peak. I, I think that Reese James needs to play. Because I don't think that Walker was good enough at getting those balls up the line to Bukayo Saka. Personally. I think either of them, but I'm going to go Reese James. Centre back partnership, Stone to Maguire. They, they've been class. Left back, Luke Shaw. Then, then I want to. Uh, I think, honestly, I thought Jordan Henderson looked good off the bench. I'm not going to lie to you. So if I reckon he, I'm not going to change the system because Southgate isn't. Rice, Henderson. Okay. Then I think I, I'd like to see Grealish. Preferably Sancho, but I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play Saka. I don't think I. I, I don't think he will whip Sancho out of the cold and play, start I him in, a, in a knockout game. Start. I, I, I think Foden's going to start. Truly, I truly, I think he should. I truly believe Saka's get made it made his way into Gareth's head. I'm, if he hasn't, fine. I don't want. But this is this is kind of a combination of what I think will happen and what I want to happen. I think Saka or Sancho preferably, but I think if he doesn't start Foden, he'll start Saka because he was great left wing. I don't think you can drop Raheem Sterling because he's the only player who's put the ball in the net for England. I don't care how easy the chances were. He's the only player who's done it. And then up front, Harry Kane, because there's no way Southgate has the balls to drop Calvert, to put Calvert-Lewin in. But Kane's been trash. He shouldn't drop Kane. He should, I think he should. But, because I think it worked for Portugal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it, do- it doesn't matter how good you are as a striker. At, at the end of the day, it comes down to whether you're getting service. And well, he bought his chance against the Czech Republic. Calvert Lewin, Calvert Lewin will not do any better than Kane does in this system. Disagree. Give, give, give either of them like ten different chances 
I would back Kane to finish every single one of them more than I would back Calvert. I, I think that Southgate. It doesn't, make any, it doesn't make any sense to drop the captain who's the talisman. It do, that doesn't make sense. It, Calvert Lewin is ten percent the player Kane is. I don't think that Southgate. Honest. I don't think that Southgate sees Calvert Lewin as a second striker. I think that Rashford is Southgate's second striker oh from what I've seen from his God, substitution. Don't. I don't think he'll start Rashford as striker, but from the what I've seen, Rashford's I'm pretty sure. Not a striker, I'm pretty honestly. sure Rashford is. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think Rashford's good enough to play for England anyway. So, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, but uh, I think he is Southgate's second striker. But I don't want to. I don't want to talk about England too much. I made my prediction: three one England. Ro, what do you think about the result? You're both bit of both a bit of rivalry in your household. No, no. <laughs> Eng- um, I really don't because. If Southgate gets it right and we do beat Germany, there's no excuse for us not to get to the final. If you look at our side of the draw, Netherlands especially, is good, but I think they'll go especially out. Especially if you take into the, especially if you take into account the confidence that we will get from beating Germany. Yeah, we'll be on a high, we'll be riding that high to the final at least. Mm. Um, but do we beat Germany? This could, I don't, because two different Germanys could show up, right? The one that showed up today, okay, they got the result they needed, but it was not pretty. They they by no means outplayed, let's be honest, a weak Hungary side. That they're, they're, they're the Euro they're the Burnley of the Euros. Like are the they're they're just playing with a bunch of they're just playing with the fans and nothing they don't really have a lot of individual quality in that side, it's more of a team unit. So it could be that Germany or it could be the Germany that demolished Portugal. And as much as that was maybe helped by some questionable performances in the Portugal team, they still, <laughs> you still have to, you, you can't just, not just anyone can show up and batter um, a team that shows up and plays poorly. So I think, but I'm I, going to back England 2 1. Go okay. on. Talking about that point about um, the, the way that Germany beat Portugal. I don't think it's applicable against England. I think our fullbacks are too good. I do not believe that you can do to Luke Shaw and any one of our right backs um, what what um, Kimmich and Gersons did to uh, Rafke and uh, uh, who was on the right. It was Semedo. Semedo. So I think I think that we countered Portugal uh, Germany's wing play quite nicely. I think so. We honestly look incredibly good defensively. I, I could come back to ruin my words, but at least this time there's goal line technology. Kim, what do you make of this game? Who's going to win? I just think we're far more solid at the back than what Portugal are at the minute. Like, what is it? Two teams that haven't conceded a goal yet? It's us and Italy. Am I right? I feel like that's right. Sure. Um, I've went with two one, two one to England. I think we will concede. We do our have first the second goal. best centre back in the league. To be fair. Stones is quality, England. to be fair. Well, I, ta- I um, thought you were talking about Tyrone Mings. <laughs> Connor Cody's typing. No, Harry anyway. Maguire is proper class. I have to say real quick, he was he, he his 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 calming presence, his he's just he's so much better than anyone else in England have a centre back, and he was great against the Czech Republic, but gone kid. Um I'd I'd expect Southgate to play Grealish again, but like I was saying to I said to you earlier, it's Southgate. So we're going to see Foden on the right, Sterling on the left, Kane up front. He'll probably bring him out back in. Play. Is it crazy of me to think that maybe Grealish only played because Mount couldn't play? 
No, it's, I think it's very likely. I mean, I see, think the he deserved is, uh, it. And he was probably, in my opinion, the best player on the pitch by some distance. He really opened a lot of things up for us. But yeah. I think if Mount was fit, and, well, he is fit, but not that way, healthy. If he, if yeah. he wasn't self-isolating, I, don't, I think regardless of if Jack Grealish scored five goals, I think he'd still put Mount in over him. I saw. Is he, out, is he out for the? No, no, he's not. He's ten, back on. Ten... He's back on Monday. He's back. This is what. This so is I was, was going to say. I was going to say. As much as I wouldn't start Foden on the right, if Southgate wanted to start Grealish on the left, and Foden in the middle, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world in Mount's absence. Because yeah. I don't have an issue with Foden playing if he's playing in a position where he can flourish for England, but that's mm. not that's not on the wings for England. Um, because because this... he's not the type of profile we need on the wings. Just as a quick point, with Mount and Chilwell out because they're in close contact with Gil- uh, Billy Gilmore, I just want—I I think Petr Cech said it really well. They—they're giving back negative tests, right, consistently, and they're still having to self-isolate. Why is the Scotland team that are changing, staying in rooms with them, traveling with them, training with them? Why is not a single one of them had to self-isolate, but? Genu- genuine question is it, is it just an England versus like the fact that it's Scotland because are Scotland still governed by the rules of public health England because no. that's who that's who yeah because that's who England had to t- that's who the FA had to talk to about that Scotland so I tend genuine... to follow the similar sort of way of doing things but they they're a bit slower they're not bound all, like, to they different no they don't i I think that it doesn't make sense to me but that's the only actual explanation i can think of because like i don't care if they had like nice little cozy chat if you're staying it like like you said if they're sharing like hotel facilities and stuff there is absolutely no chance that that doesn't count as close contact Mm. i'm unless, unless gilmore's just like a social reject team or something i don't know but but it, it doesn't make sense to me because at most Mount might have given him a hug or had a chat, chill well, Mount done the same. When you're day in, day out with someone, who do you think's really gonna get more risk of contact? I mean, by that I mean? logic, where's Declan Rice getting tested? Because he was definitely then hanging around with Mason Mount. You know. Yeah. But moving on. Last game. Tuesday, twenty ninth of June. Mixture. There's actually football going on in Scotland. You wouldn't have thought it because of how shite their national team is. Hamden Park, Glasgow, Sweden, Ukraine. If I'm being completely honest with you, I think this is going to be one of the games of the round. I like both teams. The battle of the yellow and blues. And I'm going to give it to Sweden here. Come up with that one yourself. Haha. <laughs> the battle of the yellow and blues. Sweden's going to win this. 3-2 in extra time. Isaac is going to get a couple of goals going to be beautiful stuff it really is but I, I like both these teams I think it's going to be a cracker what do you think I've won the smooth sailing 2-0 fourth uh, sorry to Sweden I think they're both I think they're both of a similar standard but like we saw with even Sweden against Spain Sweden can quite well manage a game like that's that's a key running theme for this tournament like some sometimes they can switch off but I think against a team like Ukraine going to be a 2 nil win. Okay, Felix, finish us off. I'm maybe a 2-1 win in extra time after for Sweden after one all. Okay. In um normal time. 
I, it, it could be really entertaining, but at the same time, I think it could just be just that boring game that sees off the round that no one really cares about because yeah. we just thrash Germany. Everyone's out, you know, forgetting there's actual football still on. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to round up that. Thank you, everyone, for coming out. Thanks for listening. This should be our first. If you should, you should have just listened to this on Spotify. If you're watching the YouTube video, cool. You got to see our sexy faces, whatever. But thank you for coming out. If you listen to this on Spotify, make sure to share with people you might know who like football. Uh, make sure to comment on my TikTok who you want to see me doing videos with. Maybe comment. You can DM me on Instagram if you want it. Will Rosier nineteen. If you want to uh, want people on the podcast. Could we need we need more guests? Okay, very funny. Anyway, thank you for watching. Uh, this has been the Rogs Cast. Uh, bye, Kean. See you later. Bye, Felix. Bye. Adios, amigos.